0: The two best that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have, they the two best friends that anyone can have, they the two best friends that anyone can have, just James and Thomas LeBlanc. Hello everybody, welcome back to Just James. It's our season two premiere. Hello, welcome back. I hope everybody had a great Christmas and New Year's. Um, I got Caroline to record a new intro. I um, have been fighting with this computer all day. So I'm hoping that you guys could actually hear it because I am just because of the way I've recorded it. it's not on my computer at this point, it's on my phone, so I'm actually like playing my phone with a little intro for you and then starting the podcast like a complete weirdo, like an unprofessional podcaster. So guys, welcome back. It is season freaking two. I am here with my lovely plant, Thomas. Thomas, my beautiful plant, is next to me. For those of you new to the podcast, this is just James. I have my beautiful best friend, Thomas, who is my plant, and um. We run this podcast every Wednesday. So welcome back, everybody, and to my loyal followers. I know you missed me. Thank you for all of your love, your messages, your Christmas messages, your funny stories that you've been Instagramming me. You guys are hilarious. I've loved them so much. Uh, And I do welcome all of you back to the podcast. I have been scammed on eBay during my break. Um, I, as you all know, I'm obsessed with plants. I have a thousand plants. I dig them. I look after them. I love them. I'm also house-sitting 11 plants at the moment. My beautiful friends left in December to go back to South Africa and Zimbabwe on holiday. And I'm looking after their plants. And because we're in a national lockdown in the UK, they are staying in South Africa for another month. And I'm not sad about the fact that I get to keep plants for an extra month. <laughs> I'm quite happy about it. But let me tell you the story about me getting scammed. So I my birthday was last week. Uh, 6th of Jan I was my birthday, and my dad sent me some money for my birthday as a gift. He said, "Just get what you rather want i don't want to just buy you something that you're not going to like you're not going to appreciate so he sent me some money and I was like that's it i 'm buying this really fancy plant on eBay that I really wanted so ordered the plant did that on my just after my birthday um got the plant delivered to me and it was a scam. All the person had done was cut the leaves off of the specific plant, basically dip it in in soil in a pot plant and ship it off to me. And um, within hours and days, this bloody plant absolutely died. And when I sort of looked at it a bit closer, I realized there was no roots to this thing. So I tried to propagate it and see if I couldn't get it back to life, but it was literally a scam. They had cut the leaves off. They had put it in some soil, no roots, and popped it in the post. And it was really freaking expensive. So I have complained to eBay about it and requested that my money comes back to me. And I found myself quite amusing. So in in the thing to eBay, when you're like, you're unhappy, I want, I, want a refund. They said, well, what's missing in, in the parcel that you received? And I said, a live plants. And I found myself so funny. I giggled for days. And when I told a mate of mine about like what I'd written, he didn't find it funny. And I was like, it's hilarious. I'm so funny. <laughs> but apparently nobody else found my humor in any possible way. So I all these beautiful plants that I'm looking after at the moment, I've actually like there's a couple of them that I'm secretly really of my favorites and I'm propagating them. My my sister gave me this really beautiful plant propagator. It's like three little, it almost looks like light bulbs. If if you imagine that sort of shape and then it's got a metal bar through them and they're on like a little wooden stand. So it's like three little bulbs, uh, light bulbs shapes on a bar. And you just obviously put your plants in there with some water. And I'm propagating them at the moment. And I'm so excited because they're great roots. I'm the saddest plant owner in the world, guys. Like literally, like there's probably a reason why I'm single, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> so yes, I'm enjoying and Christmas this year. I My friends know me so well. I got five books on plants and five books on like how to look after plants, plants for dummies, plants, like looking after your house plants, taking better care of your plants so there was definitely a theme this year based around plants and I was like I wonder why (laughs) but of course Thomas sort of like my my talking about Thomas all the time sort of made sense to to the reason behind my gifts this year and I got so many beautiful bouquets of flowers from my birthday but in in and amongst that Uh, I had gone down to the lobby of my building that I I reside in and um, happened to just be looking for mail because sometimes the the Amazon deliveries or some of the delivery drivers get a bit lazy instead of coming up into the building and actually just delivering it to your door. They just pop it in the lobby. Um, But while I was sort of down there, I realized that there was a parcel and it had my last name, but then my brother's initials on it and then my address. So I assumed it was a gift from my brother for my birthday, and uh, he had just obviously b- accidentally put his put his initials in. So, he um, phoned my boots and I was like my brother. And I was like, guy, I'm so excited. What a great gift. And as I opened it up, it was a beautiful monstera plant. And I mean, I've wanted a monstera for ages, but they are dang expensive for what they are. And you can get like little offcuts and things like that. But of course, then you've got to propagate. It takes years. It'll take a really long time to sort of get it to the point of the plant. So, I do get... The cost involved because obviously you have to get it from from propagation to 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 actual like irrigation if you want to put it (laughs) but uh beautiful monstera plant that was posted to me so as I said phone nick up and I was like boy I'm so happy this is an amazing gift and he was like I never sent you a gift um I've asked his fiance hasn't sent me a gift so I put it on my Instagram nobody has uh owned up to to having sent me this beautiful plant so if, if somebody out there did thank you very much but I still it's the mystery plant of the season nobody nobody seems to have owned up to to who actually gave me this amazing plant so um, yeah until I find the owner of it it's just the, the mystery birthday gift of all times and there was no the box had been damaged the box um was was actually like the taping of the box had come loose so if there was a, uh, a gift card or a, not a gift card, like sort of a note with um, a birthday message or something like that, it was lost in transit. So it wasn't in there. So I'm hoping at some point, thank you, whoever sent me such a great gift. I don't know who it's from, but I was chatting to my ex of all things. Um, he is based in Australia now. And he was doing a five day mini MBA course, to what I understand, and sort of ended up having a conversation with one of his students and mentioned my podcast, which I thought was really lovely. So he sort of texted me the other day out of, out of the random blue, and he was like, James, I uh, randomly was talking about you. And I was like, wow, what was going on? They mentioned that um, they were sort of relaxing, and the woman told her that she was talking about it, she was talking about pl- um, it, plants. And the lady's name is Marnie, I believe. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, and of course, Paul told her about my podcast. So I said to Paul, thanks so much for mentioning my podcast. I really appreciate it. And then I said, you know what I'll do is I'll give you you both a little shout out on the podcast. So Marnie and Paul, if you guys are listening, thank you so much. I appreciate it very, very much. And um, yeah, I thought it was really sweet that that he sort of like was, was mentioning my podcast and my obsession with plants. So thanks so much i guys as i said to you the last year for those of you that listened to my final podcast of the year i was just so tired at the end of last year i really felt particularly burnt out at the end of the year when it came to christmas i literally took about four days and i just slept in i lay on the couch i ate junk food i did absolutely nothing I was really, really, I just felt like I'd like burned the candle at both ends for the last sort of six months of last year. And I really needed the break. So when I put the podcast down for for a week or two, at the time, I just kind of felt like I just needed like a break from everything. And then this last week, I started really missing the podcast and be like, I need to record. And I was waiting for Caroline's new intro. So I was was sort of like that held me up a little bit. Not not that I mean it in any bad way at all. She, you know, she's got her own family and her beautiful husband has corona. And she's sort of like being a single mom at the moment to their little kids. So I completely get that she had stuff to do. But I was like tapping my fingers, being like, I just want to record. I just want to tell you guys about my life again. I missed you. So no, um, I am very grateful that I get to be back on with you guys. It's so cool. So my not adulting for this holiday is probably because I did absolutely nothing. First of all, we're in a, quite a hectic national lockdown in the UK, and I'm not allowed to go anywhere anyway. But also at the same breath, I just kind of just needed to do nothing for two weeks. Did absolutely absolutely nothing and it was great it was fabulous I ate too much I drank too much it was exactly what I needed and wanted so I really appreciated the break and we're back for season two but I had I popped over to a surgeon yesterday uh I say a surgeon dermatologist yesterday I had a quick meeting with her and while we were sort of sitting there she said oh you know I've got a tiny little like mole on my cheek um and she said to me, "You know, do you, do you like the mold on your cheeks? I said, no, not particularly. It sort of annoys me. And whenever I wear makeup, it looks like I've got a pimple on my cheek sometimes. you know, I've got, If I take my makeup too much, it sort of it like raises over it and it does look like a little bit of a pimple. So she's like, come on, let me just slice it off for you. And I thought that was great. It was such a nice thing for her to do that so she just popped it off for me. Um, but one of the things that... Um, so when uh, I actually had the little document out... Uh, I wanted to explain what happens when you take it off and then I closed the dang article let's have a look here. Uh, yeah sorry I had it open because I wanted to explain it and then open it on a, on a Google document and then of course when I started the podcast I closed Google just to chat to you and I didn't keep it open so what they did is they when they removed the mold is they do like a shave biopsy so they sort of like shave, they take like a little razor. So obviously they put lidocaine in your cheeks, so you can't feel it. Um, and then they like shave bladed the, the mole off and then they sort of like burnt, I said they as if it was a room full of people, she um, burnt the roots out after she had done that. And then obviously just um, had like a little, uh, like with the scalpel sort of like, like cut it out and then like burnt the little, the little root of it out. So it just looks like I've got like a little pump, like I've squeezed a big pimple on my cheek at the moment. It's got like look a tiny little and It doesn't hurt at all. And of course, uh, being winter, there's not much sunshine. But when you do have um, a, a like a mole removed or something like that, it's best to sort of stay out of the sun. I'm really good at staying out of the sun. I don't have like really bad skin damage from the sun, except for on my cheeks, like I've mentioned in a previous podcast. Um and I take really, really good care of my skin and my body and things like that. I say that. If I fucking power it with wine. So to the point of like beauty, like that's what I meant. Um, you know, I sort of don't sit in the sun. I, I take really, really good care of my skin and my body with, um, you know, I've, I fill myself with Botox and, and breast implants. So <laughs> you all know very well from my stories. So, um I have sat down my na- because we're in this lockdown, all the gyms are closed. We can't really do much exercise, but my office has come up with a really interesting uh, challenge. We are for 31 days. We're challenging each other to sort of like a moving challenge. So you've got to keep walking. So you've got to do 3,333 steps a day, or you have to do oh well, I suppose 1,200. One hundred and twenty-seven thousand seven hundred and seventy-seven steps in total in the month, which works after the three, 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 um, or alternatively eight exercise days within the month. So, and then if we all hit that, we'll get like a little bonus. And then if the gyms open and we're able to go to the gyms, it'll be like a little substitute towards our gym membership, which is very freaking cool. And I think it's definitely. um uh, it's definitely sort of like um, giving a little bit of competition between between the teams. So uh, it's really cool. I think it's really great. It's really difficult to do in the day, obviously because we're working, we're working from home, whereas if we were out on the road, we'd be able to sort of like walk in between appointments and stuff. So it's really difficult to do in the day. and of course, if you sort of get up and go for a walk, you're not doing your job. So it's a bit of like a catch twenty two. Uh, so I'm sort of like every time I like, get up and go, maybe the loo or, you know, take up my trash or something, I'm not like, carrying my phone with me to try and get the steps to add up. Um, but my neighbor, and this is actually be my service review of the week is, um, as a good service review, my neighbor, Aiden is a personal trainer and I sort of sat down with him and, said, I thought, and I said, come on, I've got to like, I've got to start now. I want to work out four to five days a week. Um, you know, my, um, plantar pressure and my heel is really bad. So like for me to run, it's really difficult, but he's sort of, he's given me some advice to what to do, sort of get myself into the routine for the week. And then he's going to give me like a little quote and then like maybe look at a six week like gym program and a little eating plan, which would be quite cool. And also help me to sort of get into the, metabol- oh, the metabolism, what am I talking about? Get into the rhythm of actually working out, which is what I really need to do. I need to find like, I need to create the habit because with, with this you know staying indoors all day I'm becoming so much more sluggish it's freezing cold outside the last thing you want to do is go for a walk so you know you have to sort of create this habit and this like create the motivation to do it and after my birthday I was like stuff what I'm going to do it and then of course I started work on Monday and I've decided that's it I'm going to like get myself back into it again I'm going to start jumping I'm going to start working out I'm going to eat healthy we're going to do it so I'm also looking at sort of like increasing my metabolism, boosting my metabolism, because I think at the moment is that because I've been so sluggish and I've sort of been sitting in and eating really shitty bad foods, is that like my metabolism isn't burning the calories that it should be. So I'm trying to look at like protein rich meals that will sort of boost that. I'm trying to drink a lot more water. Um, you know, you can always try meal replacement shakes, but I'm so bad with it. My body kind of like needs to like chew if that makes sense, I'm not really, if I have a meal replacement shake, I like mentally don't feel like I've had a meal, and I'm really bad with that, so I do feel like for me and my personal body, like I do prefer to have a meal, so I'd rather have like a, a bit more vegetables, maybe like a little bit of protein, like today for lunch I made, last night I chucked butternut and all the like leftovers, From my fridge into like a slow cooker, and I literally just cooked them overnight and then zhuzhed it up this morning. Uh, But I put a little bit too much chili in there, unfortunately. So it's a lesson learned. So I'm sort of learning as I go. But now for a couple of days, I'll have some butternut soup for lunch. So there's definitely like alternatives I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be more active, I'm trying to be more like mindful that um of what what's going into my body and I'm trying to drink less because you guys know I love a glass of wine but I am trying to not uh drink so much so I'm sort of like looking at my body you know there's there's so many different things that you can look at this I mean I'm not good at keto but keto is a good diet uh, and I say I'm not good at keto because I'm dairy free so for me um it's really difficult to sort of like meet all the requirements that because there is quite it's quite a, a dairy heavy diet so and I'm trying to stop snacking I'm the worst snacker in the world because I get bored I'm a bored eater so I'll be lying in bed watching movie and then i am like oh I need a snack and then like I'll be lying on the couch watching a movie because of course we're in lockdown I have, can't go anywhere besides watch movies so I snack constantly. And I think the problem is that I kind of like lose track of how much I'm snacking because it's almost like this consistent graze throughout the day. So I'm trying to cut myself down to three meals a day and two snacks, one in the afternoon and one in the evening. Uh, And if, you know, maybe one in the morning if I want one but if I'm doing something like that, I'm sort of sticking to like, um, I don't think what it's called, Uh, easy peeler. In South Africa we call it a nachi but here it's called an easy peeler. So I'll have like something like that. But again, I'm really bad at fruit. I'm the I'm the worst fruit buyer in the world. I will buy all the fruits with all the best intentions and it will rot in my kitchen because I will never eat it. I'm so bad. I do the same thing as bananas. I love bananas. But do you think I ever eat them? Until eventually I freaking make banana bread. Oh, talking about banana bread. I made a new banana bread the other day. If anybody wants the recipe, I will put it on my Instagram. It's actually by... Christine Cavallari it's a banana bread that she has in her new book um, and I must say it is legitimately the nicest banana bread I have made in a really really long time so in it I'm just getting an out here quickly actually so it was a, th- a third of a cup of virgin olive oil sorry what am I talking about coconut oil not olive oil uh, it's a third of a cup of virgin uh, coconut oil two-thirds of a cup of coconut sugar, but I did change that for granulated sugar in the first one that I did. And then I just didn't put as much sugar. I sort of put like, say like a quarter of a cup, just a bit more than that. Two eggs. And then I did, uh, I doubled the recipe up when I was making it. So I'd put five bananas in, but obviously this one says two to three bananas. Um, Two tablespoons of almond milk, one tablespoon of vanilla extract, one cup of oat flour, half a cup of almond flour. You can substitute the oat flour though for self-raising, one cup of self-raising, and half a cup of just normal flour. Um, and then one and a quarter teaspoons of baking powder, one, a half a teaspoon of baking soda, three quarters of a t- teaspoon of Himalayan salt, and a quarter of a teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Guys, it was the nicest banana bread I think I've ever made. I made one for myself, I made one for my neighbors, and I made one for my one of my besties. He was coming back from South Africa. And every single person I gave banana bread to said they loved it and they were all devastated when it was finished. And my neighbor so sweetly asked me if uh, she I said to her, oh I'll make you some more. So I didn't have any bananas and she popped bananas at my front door. She's like please make it. So I actually made her another one yesterday and then forgot about it at the stupid ass kitchen. So I walked past eventually and sort of got a whiff of it. I was like, oh, damn it. Then like, took it over to them. So hopefully I wasn't too overcooked compared to the first one. But yeah, it's a really great sort of snack that I've been trying to like change to. I'm trying to move more. So obviously I've got this work challenge. It does make me more motivated to be aware that I need to do the three, 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 three steps. Um, but I'm certainly trying to move a little bit more, you know, do intense head classes, Uh, go for a long walk I might try to do that on the weekends and stuff in the evenings it's so hard in the UK because it's freezing cold it's dark and the last thing you want to do is leave your housey so I'm not the greatest at actually sticking to it but tonight I'm going to try and go for a walk because I'm I'm fifth in the competition of nine of us and I want to I'm so competitive I want to get further up so I mean one of one of the the girls we've had this competition going on for two days now and she's got like 32,000 steps. It's insane. I don't know where this woman's walking to. She's walking to China. But um, I think I'm on 7,000 steps in total in two days. So I'm on 4,797 steps today. And that's literally because everything I do, I keep my bra in my pocket. So that like, I'm with my bra in my pocket, my phone in my bra. So that, like, I'm literally counting steps, everything I do. <laughs> so I'm also the worst sleeper on the planet. I'm so bad at watching series. To the point that I'm wide awake till two in the morning. And uh, unfortunately, with my holiday, because I had nowhere to be the next day, I was staying up to like three, four in the morning watching series, watching TV, watching shows, just doing like my own thing. And then I'd sleep away the day because now, of course, I'm not a grown up and grown ups fucking wake up in the morning. Um, and it's taken me a good couple of days from my birthday last Wednesday till, till sort of work started on Monday to get myself out of that shitty routine and make sure that I actually like was going to bed at a reasonable hour. So, I mean, I'm really good at getting eight, to nine hours sleep easily. I'm like a cat. I can sleep forever. But, uh, I, so, I mean, getting a good night's sleep is never an issue for me. My problem is that the time frame of my sleeping, I've got to bed at four and wake up at two in the afternoon where that's not grown up. That's just not the way I should be living my life. And I've wasted the days of my holiday away by doing that. Um, so now I'm back into the normal routine of sort of like going to bed at 10 and waking up at seven. So I'm getting a good night's sleep. I'm, you know, I sleep really well, but sleep is really good for your stress levels. So if you suffer from stress, try and get a good night's sleep, even if you have to sort of take like, I mean, I'm not a doctor, I'm not going to recommend like sleeping tablets or anything like that. But even if you sort of like take like a, um, like a calming tea in the evening or something like herbal, that's going to help your sleeping patterns. It's always a really good thing. And I'm slinging the scales, guys. I'm not weighing myself any more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna measure my body with a tape measure and like measure like the things that that I find well-being. But I find weighing myself is so mentally destroying for me. Could, please don't get me wrong. If it works for you, fucking fabulous, great. Like then I'm like hats off to you. But I become obsessed with it. I become obsessed with standing on that scale morning and night worrying about the weight loss when I'm not losing and I lose motivation and then I freaking stop working out. So I'm not doing it this time. I'm going to do it with photos. I'm going to do it with measuring myself and I'm just going to do it with my energy levels and like what works for me. So, and I've been saying this the whole podcast last year. I think how many times last year did I talk about weight loss? Guys, you'll freaking, if you had to go back and count them all now, It would be hundreds, hundreds of times. I'll say that. I only did like 45 podcasts last year. I'm going to say like six podcasts last year. I was going, I'm going to do great. I'm going to do great. And not one of them did I stick to. So, I mean, I'm trying to do this. I'm going to do this at a six weeks at a time because I feel like it's less daunting and I feel like it's a way that maybe I'd stick to it a little bit better. So, I'm going to try that and see how it goes. I'm on the first week first day sort of thing if you want to put it that way so let's see how guys i'll keep you guys updated and and um and see like what i could, what advice i can give you guys but it's january blues are one of those things as well it's i probably cheat it's actually resolutions i never make them because i never stick to them i just find like making a promise to yourself so early in the year and you like you've ruined it by the end of jan and you're like oh fuck it, i'm not gonna do anything for the rest of the year so I'm trying to find motivation for myself in the January blues. It's cold. It's miserable. I'm trying to like lose weight. I'm coming down from drinking all that wine all Christmas, you know, I'm just trying to like get my life back into gear. So I'm trying to like identify and write down goals for myself at the moment. And I'm not doing it. Like I, I spoke about this last year. I truly believe that you should have like 12 small achievable monthly goals that you that are re- realistic for you for you to get you know incentivized actions things that will give you an outcome and i think that it's a much more motivating way to run um, a resolution than it is to be like they've been like i'm going to quit smoking and then by the 6th of january you're smoking you've given up the resolution so i'm trying to write down and identify 12 tasks 12 goals 12 12 steps for myself for the year that I can be accountable for. And if I fail on one of them, I don't feel like I failed the year because a brand new challenge is gonna start in the beginning of the next month and we've got a brand new opportunity to start again. And that's how I'm trying to find the motivation for myself and trying to find an incentive for myself. So I've given myself 12 gifts that I want that are something that I need or want or, or kind of like feel that I should have. And if I reach the goal, then I'd be allowed to purchase that gift. So I've put a little Amazon gift card together with twelve items for the twelve months. And if I don't make the the goal, then I can't have the gift. That's the end of it. So stuff that's not like they're just the materialistic items. To be fair, um, so if I don't have them in my world, I don't have them. If I do have them, well then great, I've done great. So that's going to be my sort of thing. And I've got a to do list and a tiny nagging list of things that I really want to get done. So like last week, my goal for Jan was to literally scrub out my flat um, for the new year. So I pulled every item of furniture, every cupboard. Every, I pulled everything apart. Clean behind things. I cleaned my windows. I washed all the netting in my, on my curtains. I washed every freezer in my flat. I Absolutely. It took me days because this, this was quite a, like a monstrous task. But that was my January goal. It didn't have to take me six days it could have taken me the whole month but i powered through and i did it all my holiday and i've already achieved my first month's tasks so like there's they don't have to be like these mammoth things that you have to do for me to clean out a freezer was like a huge task i didn't want to do it but it was my goal for january my goal for january was to clean out my house see start the year absolutely like fresh and my flat gleaming with with shine and that's what i did so you know usual I mean I make this sound so easy it's not and I understand the goals and you know sentiments of what you have to sort of like face moment to moment can be really hard and there is a constant struggle with your current situation you know some of us really down ourselves we are going through a pandemic we have families we have children we have commitment so I'm not saying that this is going to be easy. I'm I'm not trying to say that this is your, you know, that these incentives to keep going are going to be like realistic, but I'm trying to understand and find the positivity and current in the current position that we're in. So and that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to give myself goals that will create motivation, that will create excitement and incentives to help me get through this really hard time. And And I don't, envision 2021 being easy you know i think there's so much going on in all of our lives that um achievable goals is my way of getting through this so i if you guys have got great ideas let me know you know if you want to get hold of me on my instagram just james podcast which is just underscore james underscore podcast dm me send me your ideas because you know we all are going through this together it's not like one of us is going through this and somebody isn't you know, some people love to meditate. I've spoken about how I don't, I struggle with meditation but also because I don't understand it enough. And I think that, you know, there is, there is a spiral of negativity and there's way, you know, you can lead to really sort of men, struggling mental parts. And a lot of people find med- meditation a really great way to deal with stress, to find energy, to boost mind fogginess. There's so many, to take away mindfulness, it's not boosted, sorry, that's not what I meant. Um, and there's a lot of online courses, you can, or courses or, or, or um, YouTube videos you can follow. There's, there's mindful exercises that you can do that's gonna help you sort of learn how to do that. Getting advice is always a great thing. I always bang on about this to you guys. I'm always here for you. If you just need a shoulder to cry and you need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. I don't want anybody going with, through anything alone and I certainly don't want anybody being bullied so there's so much online bullying happening but you know there's there's also a lot of people out there with a lot of wisdom that can really help you in your situation I'm not saying I may be that right person I'm not saying that I may be successful in your recovery but if I don't want anybody feeling like you don't have anybody so I'm always here for you if you need to And, you know, acknowledge your successes. So brag about them. So what if people don't agree with you? So what if people, you know, find that, find your your goals as, as mindless tasks or thankless tasks? It doesn't matter. It's stuff that's important to you. And if it's important to you, that's all that matters. Don't be demotivated by other people's perspectives. This is your life. It's your perspective and you need to be happy in it. So... I hope that January becomes a slightly more positive place for you guys. There's a lot of small business ideas that people are really doing at the moment that are so freaking cool. And it's really like I think people are taking, I think it's this fight or flight mentality. And people that are in this like really tough lockdown, people are losing their jobs, people are getting furloughed. There's so many people that are just sitting at home, twiddling their phones, being like, oh, And then there's other people out there that are going, right, I'm going to do the thing I've always loved. If I don't do it now, and I, if I don't do it now and I fail, you know, why try and try until you actually fail. And I think there's so many cool things going on. There's so many great ideas. And one of the the things I actually saw this weirdly on daily mail, but there was an, an entrepreneur who started a little online business selling seeds, like, like plant seeds. And he's created this like amazing business now We can literally buy seeds from him online. It's such a great idea. But I mean, you could take up gardening. You know, when people are, you like. there's elderly people, there's um, people with, a lot of people with gardens that sort of don't have the uh, skills or the motivation to sort of look after their gardens. So you could actually go and like men to, men to gardens. I mean, you can, you can do like a little self, you could do like a little gardening clor- course through like the Royal... Um, horticultural society. It's called RHS. Um, And you can do like a little course on how to do gardening and stuff. And then you you can literally just, as long as you've got like a couple little tools, I mean, if you want a van for transportation, you know, if you want to create a little website, there's so many free websites out there. You can create a little uniform for yourself, have a little badge made online. Um, You know, you can get a little bookkeeping software. There's quite a number of free versions as well. And um, you can get like professional indemnity insurance. I think it's like 70 pounds for the year to be a gardener um, and start like a little gardening business. You know, you can sort of set it up for like 45 pounds, um, you know, a month or whatever it is, or a year or however you want to do it. And you sort of go and you can mow somebody's lawn if you want to, um, you know, and you can obviously like look at what the other, Gardening companies are doing that. I think gardeners charge between like 20 to 50 pounds an hour, I think, or like 150 pounds for the day. I can't remember what exactly what it is, but it's right about there. So you can be looking like 15,000 to 70,000 a year if you sort of have enough customer base and um, provide like a really sophisticated service. It's such a cool idea. I would love to spend all day in the garden, like talking to plants. I mean, (laughs) it would be the coolest thing for me. Quite honestly, I would really enjoy doing that. It's like cleaning. I could be a cleaner so easily. I love cleaning up. I love dishes. I love doing stuff. I just don't like cleaning windows, Um, but absolutely love cleaning. I think it's such a great idea. Uh, A lot of people are becoming online teachers at the moment. You know, you can do a little course um I mean, you could teach English if you're an English-speaking person. Uh, you know, you could do a couple of courses. You would need things like a laptop, though. You would need a broadband connection and like Zoom Pro, I think it's like £11.99 a year. Oh, sorry, a month, not a year. But like, you know, you can earn like £20 for half an hour. Like, Or you can go to like £65, depending on your ability as well. But um, it's, it's another idea, again, build yourself a little website. You know, If you know something in particular, a specific topic, it's always a great thing to teach people. Uh, virtual assistants is such a big thing at the moment. It, it's called a BA. Everybody is taking away their PAs at the moment. Nobody's has office costs. Nobody's going into the office. And I think it's a way forward. A lot of businesses are moving to virtual. Um, it cuts out all the costs of an office. All they have to do is pay somebody per hour. If it doesn't work out, do you replaceable? And they don't have to have the HR problems that a lot of companies have and things like that. So virtual assistance is definitely the way to go. You know, you, um, you do like PA work, email, scheduling phone calls, scheduling meetings, running social media accounts, blogging posts, website designer production, podcasts even, uh, direct mail marketing, and even like bookkeeping. I mean, there's so much you can do or like so little you can do just depending on what your qualifications are and sort of like where your speciality is, you can sort of advertise for what you're good at and just that, or you can sort of learn your skills and sort of take it in. You know, again, you're just going to need a laptop broadband. Um, You know, data backing up facilities would be really, really important data protection fees as well. Um, And that can be done from ISO. I think it's like 40 pounds annually for that. And indemnity insurance, I think it's between 240 and 360 a year in case you lose the client's data, which is, you just got to protect yourself from that. Um, But I mean, you can earn anything from like 27 pounds an hour up to like 50K, 49. I mean, the average industry average is 49,302. But I mean, you can certainly like set your own income. And if you've got more than one customer, you're golden, absolutely golden. It's definitely something to consider. Freelance digital marketers as well is another big one that's massive at the moment. I've seen so many people sort of looking for digital marketing, especially if you've got a freelancing digital marketing background or like a digital marketing background. You know, you can um, you could definitely like find your clients like you can. Gain experience as like a freelancer, I would say in this specific industry. Um, and then sort of like get a little website. You would definitely need to know like SEO, um, how to do paid advertisement on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, digital design and production would be really good. Blogs and content creation, video production, um, what else? Probably podcasts as well. Uh, and website development, you'd need to know. But, you know, with all these companies that are trying to, like, do all these online businesses, they probably need somebody that's going to be able to do this all for them. So even for all these great freelancers that are looking at, like, other industry ideas, you're actually helping them all. So, you know, you're going to need a laptop, of course, broadband connection, you know, software solutions that there's quite a few out there, sort of, like, workflow management software. Um, Trailer, I think, is another one. I can't think of the other ones. I think asana was another one i can't remember yeah there's so many of them seo software um social campaign management software like buffer those sort of guys there's so many different ones hootsuite's another one great one i always used to use hootsuite myself um i just found it quite user-friendly um that that one but i think it's, there is a fee for hootsuite i think it's like 25 pounds a month uh, CRM software, email marketing software. This, so there's a bit of, quite a bit of software you're going to need for this. Um, and of course, like your accounting software and all of that sort of stuff. But there's, I mean, you, you being in that industry will know a hell of a lot more than me. Uh, this was just the information that I knew sort of like back in the day sort of thing. Um, but again, you know, you can earn up to like 28K, up to 75K annually as a digital marketer. So there is, there is a good salary in that uh, dropshipper Dropship is such a new thing at the moment. And I've seen it. I've seen so many little companies start this up. I really love the idea. And like, I like as a business, I can't really get my head around it because I think if you can physically think this through, it's a really freaking great idea. I just, maybe I'm not smart enough to understand it, but for um, so those of you guys that don't know what dropshipping is, it's like a, it's a really new like retail model. So if you're setting up your business for the first time, basically it's like a subscription service. Like you get like those bark boxes for the dogs and you get like a stock one. There's like meat of the month. There's so many different ones you can get, but it's like a little, so like every month you get like a new parcel. And uh, so there's so many small companies that started this, but because I think people join the membership in different areas, I think me getting my head around that, I've really struggled with it for some reason. But I love the idea of it. I thought it was such a cool business idea. So of course you'd have to like have the stock that you wanna you know, do your print on demand if, if you're sort of doing t-shirts and mugs and things like that um, or novelty, novelty items or gadgets or whatever it is, you obviously need the stock for that. Um, and then of course the boxing and the, the branding that goes along with that. So there could be low startup costs for it. Um, and of course, as you get customers, you can sort of increase your inventory. So you wouldn't necessarily need to have inventory when you start, I suppose. But again, you know, you'd need a laptop, broadband connection, register your domain uh, and start your online store. And it's like, it's a great thing to do. And I think, unfortunately the, the, I mean, I don't know how much you'd earn from it. I don't really have those figures for you as, as an idea. But I thought that was like a really cool business idea for, for anybody that's looking to like start a business. But yeah, so hopefully, I hope you guys are doing well. And those of you guys that are sitting at home, let's let's all get rich this year. Through, through lockdown, let's prove COVID wrong. Let's do great things. So last year I ended off the conundrum. And to be 100% honest, it's been weeks and I don't remember who got the answer. And I'm not going to go back and look. No. So we're going to start fresh this week. I think the the last week's, uh, the last week's, the last conundrum was uh, what can't talk, but will reply when spoken to. And the answer was an echo. Um, This brand new 2021 uh, first conundrum of the year is what gets bigger uh, when more is taken away. The the question, the, answer. <laughs> the question is, what gets bigger when more is taken away? If you guys want to DM me on Instagram with your answers, I will shout you out next week if you get it right. Um, my social media shout out for this week is actually me, myself, and I. I, in this lockdown, have started a little baby TikTok, and I'm having so much fun with it. I There's so many things that I keep doing in my drafts, and I don't know if I should, like... Post them. Some of them are very sad and like heartbreaky. But I think, you know, I've had heartbreak in my life before. And, you know, you still sort of remember things and your heart sort of like doesn't forget the pain. So when a great song comes along, I'm not one of the TikTok dancers and I certainly am not running around in a bikini. uh, But I have been doing some TikTok. So if you guys want to follow me, uh, my TikTok is at Jambug. Which is J A M B U G, which is my childhood nickname. So, um, yeah, and then you also get to see what I look like. <laughs> and yes, there are quite a few of them that are about plants. So, uh, have a look at my TikToks. So, I'm having so much freaking fun with it. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. And then, like, I'll get, I'll go through a stage and I'll post like five of them. And then I won't, you won't hear from me or see me for a week. And then I'll sort of maybe be like, oh, I have one. But I keep saving all these songs that I want to do like really fun stuff with. And I still haven't done anything with them. So, I will get to them. I'm I'm just enjoying the hobby at the moment. There's no intention of sort of like gaining a million followers or trying to create an income from it. It is purely just fun. And I'm just being a 37-year-old lady who's making freaking TikTok. So yeah, have a look at them. Guys, thanks for listening to my podcast. Welcome back. I missed every single one of you. Your goals should just be out of reach, but not out of sight. And I want you to dream of puppies and welcome to the new year guys it's gonna be a fun one i will see you next week goodbye